Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Amelia Harshfield helps people become free of their emotional abuse. She loves helping people remove the obstacles that are holding them back and help get clear steps forward out of where they are. She helps her clients learn how to quiet their judgmental inner voice, step into their power, finally get sustainable results. The freedom they find allows them to live a more authentic, purposeful and meaningful life. Hi Amelia, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hey Leanne, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the invitation. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm really excited to talk to you today, especially about our theme of Separate You from the, the Abuse. But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So I, I live in here in the great country of the United States. Um, I have a dog. I have a deep love of self-development and really looking at the deep reasons why we can't get to where we want to go. So it's like, what's not what is going on at the surface level, but what are these deep things underneath the surface that if we can heal these, the surface level stuff will kind of float away and, and cut out things that way. So from, from that quest of looking at how I can really solve and heal these deep problems that I've had in my own life with my childhood and things I've experienced since then. I have a, um, a breadth of experience that, that I can help others do the same thing. So healing from very deep wounds to healing more superficial things. Um, I can kind of go wherever the client needs to go. It's definitely something that uh, our childhood can make so much impact on our adulthood, doesn't it? And things that you know, may have happened back then and the meanings we gave, different you know, events, it does affect how we live our lives as adults. And so I'm loving that you're talking about how you can go in really deep and look at those issues and, and see what actually you can do to help the, the client especially. So when you talk about separate you from the abuse, tell me more about you know, what you're seeing in your clients when they first come to you. Sure. So something I've noticed is uh, people can get really interested in learning, oh, I'm codependent. Oh, I have a narcissistic father or a narcissistic mother or a mother with narcissistic tendencies, whatever these things are. And they can really latch onto them and have these things start to define their lives. It's like, oh, I can't move forward because I always have this thing dragging me down. Oh, I can't have a healthy relationship because my father was always doing X, Y, and Z. And I don't trust people because of this. And um, I think people really marry themselves to the experience. Like I was in a Facebook group today and a woman was like, I'm a, I'm a, she started the thing, the, the post about how she was a, um, a victim grew up with um, a bad childhood and that is affecting her now because she's attracting a similar landlord. Um, and so it's just, I think, important to, for people to understand that 
what you've experienced does not have to define you now and it doesn't have to define your future. So it doesn't always have to be some weight that you're dragging around behind you and it can't let you move forward and it can't take the healthy step and you can't get to where you want to go. And just people understanding that they are not defined by these things. You are not um, always going to have this thing weighing you down and also understanding there are good things you can learn from that if you can see them with the right mindset. So it's not all, there are, there's never anything we experience that's all bad. There are always good things in there if we can look for them as well, which I think is really important for people to understand because there are good things of these really bad things that have happened to us. Mm, that is so important to be aware of that, definitely. Do you find that a lot of people have awareness of these events that affect them or sometimes they come to you and have no awareness and suddenly they realize, oh, that's why I'm like this? What, what sort of is the message you have? I think um, I attract both kinds of clients. There are some clients that are super aware of, um, of the fact that they're unhappy or they... Um, they have these these issues with these kinds of parents, which that you have to take a different approach with those kinds of people because part of that is taking away some of the bad information out there about um, these different kinds of abuse and then um, healing things that way. Um, and then the other approach is that people might not necessarily know that they have a mother who is not healthy. And I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to tell people, hey, your your mother is is a, is a narcissist. Your mother is um, all all the different things out there for that. But there are some things that you can say that your mother might be having these behaviors with that. And all that we can learn from that is like, okay, you have this, and then how could it it also allows you how to heal that. So people don't. So I get a, a different array of of clients and just because clients come to me with without knowing that or with knowing it it doesn't really matter because if you can kind of see what's going on or what else might be going on under, under on under the surface they can start to heal the heal i can kind of keep nudging them forward towards the healing step yeah yeah and that's the thing as coaches too that we don't have to go into the trauma exactly or name the things isn't it it's just how you give the or redefine what happened to you and get the lessons and then be able to move forward isn't it yeah and I think so much of of, of it is just validation like mm -hmm. oh that was so hard that you experienced that must have been so bad because some people never got the validation that they needed with sharing their experience with I had a client with a history of uh, sexual assault and she, whenever she told anyone, people told her, oh, that was your fault. That was your fault. That was your fault that that happened. And so that she took that and internalized it as it was all her fault. When in reality, when she told me about it, I was being able, I was able to sit there and say how, um, how awful it was, how terrible it must've been for her and really be that nurturing person that can help he start to heal those wounds because unless you get validation for these rough experiences that you've had it can be very challenging to move on um, 
because sometimes we just need to hear, yeah, that was a bad situation. I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that. Yeah, I definitely agree because, you know, when we tell people, some people, we get varying responses, don't we? And some people will say, oh, you must have done something. I think, oh, it must be your fault rather than just being there and listening because sometimes that's all people need is that listening ear. I mean, yes, it's more healing to do and to keep moving forward, but sometimes just that's the first step, isn't it? Just be validated. Yeah, and the other thing is it's if you do validation in the right way, it can allow people to really, really move on from that and stop carrying that wound around with them. And even with my own personal experience, it's like sharing these, because we've all had unfortunate experiences in our lives and just talking that, about that with someone who really cares and understands it's a weight off your chest and then you can cry about it and grieve and then move on to, yeah. So I think it's so important for anyone to talk about, so important to talk about those things and it was someone that they trust or think that they might be able to trust. Mm. So when you start talking to people or you identify people out there that have been, you know, suffered various forms of abuse because we know there's different types of abuse out there. What do you think, you know, their challenges are with life with just having it like well we say normal like there's variations of normal as well <laughs> but you know how would how do they not have a normal life like what are they doing to themselves to stop themselves from having that normal life that's a great question Leanne um the thing that I see a lot is that the the trauma kind of keeps dragging them back into it so it's like they're wearing glasses or something over their face some kind of veil that is coloring their experience from the real world so an example is if your mother was always inconsistent not predictable not not trustworthy was always kind of pulling the rug out from under you you might have the you might expect that from other people and be unaware of that so this might be coloring your experience of everyone. And so you go, you might be walking around in life expecting everyone else to act that same way, pushing and then maybe attracting a partner like that, maybe attracting a boss like that, maybe attracting friends like that. And you don't know why. <laughs> and it's like, so it's there, but you can't see it. And it's like, your life might be frustrating. It's not working. And it's like, well, what's holding me back? And it's like, well, it's like you have <laughs> these glasses on that you can't see straight. Um, so it's like, it just, it can't really let you go. That's one thing. Um, another thing is it's like, like I said, in the, what, with what I just said, if things aren't working in your life and you don't know why. So you might be trying to move forward, but it's like you can't move forward because something's holding you back, but you don't know what it is. And it can be hard to name. And there might not be a name for it that you can see right now. All I know is it might just feel like, like there's something out there, but you don't know what it is. And in reality, it's something within yourself that's holding you back, um, whether that's in growing a business or um, which is something I've experienced. Um, it's been holding me back with growing a business or relationships or um, making good decisions. Uh, so there are, there are lots of different ways that the trauma can hold us back. It's just kind of seeing what is 
um, what's the effects of that as well. Whereas um, we might, people normally are not happy really with their life. They um, typically have a, an uncertain or unhealthy relationship with their parents, but they might not know that it's unhealthy or un, not supportive for them. And they might be um, getting really frustrated with life and they don't know what it is. And I don't know if that really answered your question, but there are just some general themes in people's lives that it's like, this might be, this might be holding you back in a way that, that you can't quite see yet. Yeah. And, and you mentioned something a little bit earlier in that the attraction thing, you seem to keep attracting that same thing. Like you might be not able to trust people because of what happened to you, but uh, subconsciously you're still not able to trust you when you're not realizing that. So it's that attraction thing, isn't it? That like we even hear about it with DV, domestic violence, and that, that mm-hmm. some people have a, a, a violent partner, they get you know separated from them and they are able to move on, but they go and attract another uh, violent partner do you see that happen a lot the, the it just keeps up the cycle keeps going yeah yeah because that subconscious or your unconscious sees the something in in the person and it's like this is feels normal so you really have so if you've had a childhood like that it's like you have to redefine what your normal is so you can start identifying the new normal because if you don't you're going to assume normal is always the same thing (laughs) as you as you experience and everyone does this and this is very normal so if you're listening and you're like oh my gosh I'm 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 doomed you're not doomed this happens to everyone um it's just we just need to reteach you what the new normal is um but yeah it's and that is so common and people will finally start to realize if they pay attention to it it's like oh I keep attracting the same kind of boss or I keep attracting the same romantic partner. And it's like, well, it's not the partner <laughs> that is that is going on. And if you can pay attention to it, then that might wake you up also to things that you might be having going on. And when people start redefining, you know, what they've been doing and what roles they've been taking on to all contribute to this, how do you find that they're actually changing their lives? Do you find that they're a bit freer, they're having more fun or they're happier? They do it with, with, with my work. It's so, it's so gradual that they often don't really see it. <laughs> so they kind of step into a new reality and I have to point out like, Oh, look at you doing that differently. Oh, look at you doing that differently. So it's very natural. It's very gradual. That is one thing. So they kind of step into a new, new reality and it's, um, they might not even notice it. Um, one thing that can happen is they get, they start making more money because they're just making better decisions. Um, they start to feel happier. They will, um, they will attract things that are right for them. They will learn to say no more. And as they say no more, the things that they actually want are more likely to come to them because they're actually saying no to the things that they don't want versus saying yes to everything. And then you're just getting everything rather than having some kind of filter. So they will start to feel more like themselves and feel like they are getting to live the life that they want to live versus a life that was defined by someone. um, And they're just kind of living this life through these lenses that they don't want to live. 
and when they start stepping out, I mean, I know there's a bit of work to be done. And as you say, it's gradual for a while. And I've found that the clients that I attract are generally, they've done a bit more work and now they're starting to go, oh, well, what's more, there's more to life than I can actually see a life. I can see a future. And they start stepping yeah. out. I'm obviously doing the bucket listing type thing to get people out there and seeing a different way of life. What are you seeing them yeah. do? Are you seeing them take that bigger step up? Like you said, in business, it could be in business or in their life. A lot of my clients just naturally are put into different positions. So I'm, I don't ask clients to like, hey, go get a new job. It's time for you to go get a new job. Oh, it's time for you to go do, go dump, dump your current partner. It's time for you to go get a new partner. They will, um, they will like attract these things for themselves. So it will feel effortless. So I'm working with a guy. I've been working with a guy right now for nine months. And all of a sudden, and his job hasn't been working for him. And it's just, he's, he's been struggling with it the whole time. And now all of a sudden, and he's only been in there for nine months and he's been telling, people have been telling him like, hey, it's too soon. It's been less than a year. You shouldn't be looking for new jobs. And he's got offered one job. It wasn't right for him. So he said no to it, even though everyone in his life was telling him to take it. And then he has been offered another position that he's really interested in and he's not out there applying for jobs he's not out there forcing things to happen these things are just coming to him so people will start to raise their vibration and then as we're raising their vibration they're doing the work of attracting the new reality that they want so that's that's the major thing that I see my clients having and it's not a forceful thing like I'm not telling them like you got to go do this now, but it's, um, I'm telling them ways to go up and raise their vibration. And through that, they, they will naturally attract these different things Mm. um, if they stay on course. It definitely sounds like they get more choices showing up in their lives. And they were before they would not seem that they've got choice in their life. I think they're stuck. So it definitely sounds like raising your vibration. Definitely. you got choices. Yes. You you know, you go off for a new job, but Hey, I can say no to that. It's not right for me. So there's, a lot more choice involved I love that so if we had yeah. somebody who's listening to this and thinking oh yeah I feel that I don't feel like I'm going anywhere what's just a few tips that you could give to say first steps you know that they can do to start looking at you know how they could change their life about yeah the first step is to recognize that if you're feeling stuck like I hear you I get this and you are certainly certainly not alone with that feeling. Um, a lot of people feel stuck. A lot of people feel like there are no options. So just understanding that you're not alone with that can be helpful. Um, the second step is to realize that there are options for you, even though you might not see them yet. Sometimes we need to take this step forward of talking to people. So it's like, oh, I feel stuck in my job. Well, what can I do about this? Do I need to learn to communicate better? Do I need to um, learn how to say no more because I keep saying yes all the time to my boss putting more jobs on me and this is driving me crazy? Do I need to focus on me more and making myself happier in my day-to-day life? And this will start to pull me aside and make me less unhappy with my job as I'm making myself more happy with doing the small things in my life. So realizing that there are options for them is huge because people who are feeling stuck might not feel like there are any options. And it's like just understanding that there are. And then the next step that they can do is talking to someone who's trusted. It's like, hey, I'm stuck right now. What else? What, what can I do with this? 
you know, what, <laughs> what can I do with my situation? And then if they give something that's great, if they get a piece of advice, that's great. Amazing. If they don't, there are other people to talk to. So it's just, so if someone doesn't tell you the right stuff, you have the choice to take it or leave it and go find someone else. Yeah. Great. Great tips. I love it. Well, Amelia, I love talking to you today about this because I think it's such an important topic because there are so many people affected by this in their lives and it's holding them back. So if they want to find out more about you and where to contact you, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, so I have a group on Facebook that's called Emotional Abuse uh, colon Freedom with me, Amelia Harshfield, and we would love to have you um, in that space. And then also my website, um, ameliaharshfield.com, where you can see my contact information there. If you want to, um, if you have a question, have a problem, reach out to me. Um, I'd be happy to help you as best I can. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for your time, Leanne. This has been great. You had great questions. Thank you. Igniters, Amelia helps you separate you from the abuse by validation, awareness, and stepping into your power. If you want to contact Amelia, you can go to her website, ameliaharshfield.com, or go join her Facebook group, Emotional Abuse, Freedom with Amelia Harshfield. If you want to learn more about moving forward in your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.